Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here is your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by socialmediaexaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. Today, you already know this, but I'm going to be joined by Mari Smith, and we're going to explore Facebook Creator Studio. And trust me, if you've not really dug around in this new awesome thing from Facebook, well, then you're going to want to pay very careful attention to this podcast because it's going to blow your mind. By the way, want to reach me? You can tag me on Instagram at Stelzner or direct message me. You can also email podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com. Also, if you're new to this podcast, hit the subscribe button so you do not miss any of the amazing episodes that we've got coming down the stream. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. Okay, let's transition over to this week's interview with Mari Smith. Helping you to simplify your social safari. Here is this week's expert guide. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Mari Smith. If you don't know who Mari is, you need to know who Mari is. She is the leading expert on Facebook marketing. Her book is The New Relationship Marketing. She's also a popular speaker and regular guest on this show. Mari, welcome back for the ninth time. <laughs> wow, we thank you so much, Mike. It's a joy to be back. Holy moly, that's a lot of times. <laughs> There's only been one person who's been on the show more than you. And it's me. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, there's always so much going on with Facebook. There's plenty to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. And we're coming up on eight years on this podcast and and, and literally probably right about uh, the time when this episode airs. So, well, today, Mari and I are going to explore Facebook Creator Studio and what marketers need to know. 
Now, before we get started on what Creator Studio is, let's just address the why question, right? Why should marketers pay attention to what we're about to talk about? Perfect. So why is because there's a variety of third-party tools that you can utilize to you know, manage and schedule and track content, but this is Facebook's own built-in native and it gives you a lot of extra bells and whistles and insights and whatnot that we'll get into as we chat. But marketers might not even necessarily know that this is available to them and they're busy using another app and they're like, oh my goodness, Facebook has all this here under the hood that I didn't know was here. So it's really powerful. And I think another big advantage is it does bring a lot of information kind of all together in one place, right? I mean, that's a huge advantage mm -hmm. to it, right? Because, mm -hmm. and we're going to get into this, but you know, the fact that you can have your Instagram and your Facebook and all this kind of stuff here in this really attractive, simple to use interface is pretty exciting. Again, we're going to get into it, but I would love to step back from your perspective because you're so close to monitoring all the things that Facebook is doing. What do you think that they're trying to achieve with the creation of Creator Studio? Like what's their mission here? What do you think they're aiming for? Okay, I'm going to back up just a quick second to just to clarify too for your listeners that are like, wait, what is this thing again? I like to think of it as a one-stop social media content management tool, but you also can manage your community in terms of the direct messages and your insights. And this is across both Facebook and Instagram. And like you, many times I'll speak to people, you know, small business owners, social media professionals and like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know you could schedule your Instagram posts on desktop. That's amazing. Facebook calls it the ability to Creator Studio lets you manage, monetize and understand your content and your audience. They call it a desktop hub. It's a desktop hub dedicated to helping creators and publishers manage their content, track performance and connect meaningfully with their audiences on Facebook and Instagram. And also to clarify here, Mike, I want folks to know that there is a desktop version that's completely connected to your Facebook page. You literally get to it by going to your Facebook page and then looking in the top navigation and click Creator Studio. If you don't see it right away, click the More button. And there's also a companion mobile app. It doesn't quite do everything, but it's pretty robust now. And they only recently added the ability to create posts on the mobile app. So really, really powerful. So I'm logged into it and it's business.facebook.com slash creator studio. So that's a short URL. But why are they calling it Creator Studio? Because that... In my mind, I think we both, when we think of creators, we think of like maybe YouTube creators or Instagram influencers, like any idea why the heck they called it Creator Studio? Oh yeah. Well, they're going head to head with YouTube. There's no question because the big emphasis inside of Creator Studio is video. Now it's not just for video, but it's a huge part of it. And they really are. They're competing directly with YouTube. This is what Facebook's trying to achieve is they want content creators and publishers, you know, uh, brands, you know, all kinds of different size businesses to be able to use this hub and to share more video content. And really, that is a big part of Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg's mission or intention is to become a destination, top, you know, top, top digital streaming platform that people would literally come to, like the watch platform. One of the things we'll talk about, for example, is there is the ability to do series. They have a literally a place inside Creator Studio that asks you to start your own series. Mm. Why? Because, you know, episodic content is going to have more viewers. 
So this is just the tip of the iceberg of where Facebook is wanting to lead the business consumer more to be able to produce this content so they can have like all these channels. And of course, that's a massive way to monetize with video content, right? But putting ads and pre-roll, mid-roll, in-stream ads. Well, this is fascinating now that you say this, because I'm looking at the site and I'm realizing the logo looks like a clapper, you know, when you're on like a set for a movie thing. It's got a little player in it. Now I'm making the connections. It's really about video, but you do not have to use video to be clear, right? If you never publish video, this could still be a valuable tool that you should pay attention to, right? Yeah. Let's get into what it is a little bit and how it's different than business manager, because some people might be a little bit confused. Like, can I do some of this stuff in business manager or can't I? Like, what's the difference between creator studio and business manager and your thoughts? Yeah, great, great distinction. Let me really simplify it. Creator studio is for organizing and managing your content, whereas business manager is for organizing and managing your business. So business manager is like a totally different purpose. It's for managing multiple pages, you know, ad accounts used by most brands, agencies. And remember back in the day when, you know, Facebook first introduced like the business page concepts like 2008 and people were like sharing their passwords and their logins and then someone would create a page and then they'd leave the company and nobody could get into it. Right, right, right. A big part of what business manager does is solve that problem where you add the page and you add the ad account. You can have multiple pages, multiple ad accounts, multiple people, and nobody ever has to share a login. It's like this big hub where you're managing all your, your pages and your ad accounts. But creator studio is really for the content side of it, a content hub for uploading, scheduling, publishing, monitoring, monitoring, tracking all your content with particular emphasis on video, if that's what you want to do, which I recommend. And you get even extra insights for video, which we'll talk about in a bit. One of the nice things about the Creator Studio is it actually looks absolutely nothing like Facebook. I mean, it looks like you're in some sort of third-party app. It's sexy. I don't know. It's just different looking. It looks a little bit like the new Facebook interface, but it's definitely a lot easier to like understand than business manager. Mm -hmm. You know, business manager is like, oh my gosh, where do I go? What do I do? There's a million things hidden in here. You know, this is very simple to track and to follow. So maybe we should talk about some Mm -hmm. of the things that it can do because it's pretty amazing. So let's drill in on some of it. You bet. I love that distinction you just made because, yeah, business manager is just a big headache for so many folks. And it's kind of like it looks a bit dull even. It's like the gray, you know, you distinguish, Okay, I'm in business manager, Facebook ads manager. It's all gray. But you come to Creator Studio and it is like the new design with that new blue is like the new shade of blue that Facebook made. And there's a lot more white space. I wonder, actually, they might have dark mode. I might have seen somewhere that they have dark mode. Oh, it's dark mode, I think, is on the live dashboard. Okay, but some of the things you can do because they've got like the main. We're predominantly talking about uh, the desktop, but, but you know, your listeners are, are encouraged to go to the Apple store, the Android store and download the Creator Studio mobile app as well, the companion app, because you could literally start a video or start a post, text post, picture post, video post on mobile and finish it on desktop, vice versa, by putting ah, it into drafts. So cool. Really handy thing to be able to do. And now there's the Facebook Pages Manager apps. It's just like people get frustrated. It's like, oh my gosh, how many Facebook apps do we need? But the Facebook Pages Manager kind of has its place in the mix. But if you were using Creator Studio mobile app, you probably wouldn't really need to do the page app as well. 
So some of the things you can do with that, certainly number one top of the list will be to schedule posts. And interestingly enough, Mike, um, this was what was causing a lot of confusion among these page admins is they would go to the composer, it's called composer or publisher at the top of their wall and go to create a post looking to schedule it. And they're like, where did the scheduler go? I used to be able to schedule. Right. You're and, talking about normal Facebook right? now, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it just vanished. Right. And people freaked out. And like, where did it go? And then, you know, Facebook's like, you know, they put up a notification and actually said, oh, you can now schedule and create a studio and click here and go there now. And, uh, you know, a typical Facebook, they introduce a change and then tell you ages later how to, how to do <laughs> yeah, that. Right, <laughs> how to exactly. It. Right. But in any case, uh, if you want to know all the different features, when you hit the create post blue button up in the top left, you'll see that you have an option to go create post, upload video, upload multiple videos, go live, which will then open live producer in a new window, or even post video across pages, which is the cross posting feature. But let's just start with the create post because that opens up in a little sidebar on the right. I'm not a big fan of how that particular UI works. Like I use other different apps, for example, and it floats up on top of like in the middle of it. But anyway, you get used to it. It's over on the side and you see all these options. In fact, it can get a little overwhelming because you've got now shops is in there. You got um, tag unpaid promotion is kind of a new feature, but just stick with what you're used to, which is going to be either a video post or a photo post or just a text post. And pretty much everything else is over and above what you might need right now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking at it and I see you can do events, offers, jobs, live. You know, one of the things I'm not seeing in here is the ability to do geo-targeting, which I think you can do on a page, right? If you just want to schedule a post, let's say just to California, right? I don't I'll show you where to do that. Is that hidden? Okay, cool. It's down the bottom. Click, you see public. Ah, I see it now. Okay. And then all that little target icon, newsfeed targeting. Yep. They move those things around and you never know. So you've got public, boost post, share now. And that's also the schedule isn't too obvious because you have to literally hit share now. And then it pops up and says schedule, backdate or save draft. Now, okay, crazy question. I see something mm. called restricted audience, which I'm not familiar with. Mm. What does that mean? That's only certain people on Facebook. So if you open that up, you can restrict by location. Like you were just saying. Oh, like, you can uh, restrict by age too. Okay, I, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Okay, cool. Yeah. All yeah. right, cool. So this is pretty much most of the same functionality you would get if you were actually just on facebook.com slash your page, right? Previously, yeah, because they've moved a lot of it over here. But if you were to do it without scheduling is what I'm saying, right? If you were just to post right now on your page, you could still do that or you cannot do that? You can do it. Again, it's a little bit limited, I've found. I just, oh, really? I okay. just practically stopped using the composer on the wall. I just, anytime I do a post, I typically don't schedule that much. I do it real time. Cool. But I've found it's, it's just too restrictive. Like literally, I'm comparing side by side and I can do, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have nine options on my composer, creator studio. I have 16. Wow. That is true. I see a lot more options there. So that's good. So for people that maybe aren't using Creator Studio, there might be stuff in there you didn't even realize you could do. So that's yeah. really cool. What about on the Instagram side of it? Because I think a lot of people are fascinated about the fact that you can actually schedule the Instagram from the desktop. That's kind of cool. You know what, Mike? When you go to write a fairly long narrative, not even fairly long, I don't know, a paragraph or two, it's just 
infinitely easier to sit at your desk and type it out or copy and paste or pull it from a Google Doc or wherever you might have it with your team as opposed to sitting there dictating or typing on your phone. So I love the ability to do the Instagram scheduling. And to be clear, these are feed posts. These are And these could be multiple. You can put multiple content. You can do images or you can do videos. And you put the caption. And a relatively new feature on the Instagram scheduler is you, when you hit the at symbol and start to type, the tags will automatically draw in or drop in. They're being pulled from Instagram. Like if I start typing SM examiner, it's going to automatically drop in. Same with hashtags, which is super cool. I can start typing a hashtag and it's going to make a suggestion for me, which is really, really nice. And so, yep, then you can do into your advanced settings if there's anything in there that you want, like a branded content partner. And then same thing, when it's all ready, you can choose to schedule it or uh, save it as a draft or publish right away. Now, a couple questions on this. Let's say you got a team, right? And let's say somebody's using the phone and another person is using uh, Creator Studio. I imagine it synchronizes it all together somehow. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So long as it's created in Creator Studio... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like if I use the app on Instagram, I don't know if you can schedule on Instagram, to be honest with you, because I don't do it for my team. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. So then you you mentioned drafts. I mean, that's kind of cool. Does that mean you can you tag people like for review and stuff? Or do you know if they even have that kind of stuff? Not the tagging. Not the tagging. No. Uh, But you could put it in drafts and you could say, hey, boss, go review this before I schedule it or whatever, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 You can totally do that. Yep. And it has a link. We'll have a link to it. Save as draft, edit post. Yeah, no, you can do, you could just say, hey boss, yeah, I've put, yep. I've put 10 new drafts in. Can you make sure you check them off? And then, yeah, it's a really great way to have a junior level uh, a staff come in and then, or if you have somebody doing it for you, uh, yeah, then you want to be able to sign off on them. It kind of leads yeah. to my next question related to this, which is, can you mm. give different people different levels of access to Creator Studio or is it kind of everybody who has access to your page has access to Creator Studio? Do you know how that works? It's not everybody that has access to your page because there's restrictions there. Like somebody is an advertiser only. I'm almost positive that they wouldn't be able to, let me see, page rules because you've got like about five different rules now, right? If somebody, all they can do is like, isn't one of them is, um, gosh, being here for a little while, but admin, yeah, one of them is an analyst. So, So if all somebody can do is look at your metrics, they would not be able to create and publish content. Got it. They'd probably have to be an admin. Yeah. What's cool about this is technically, if all you care about is Instagram and Facebook, you don't really need third party tools. It sounds like where we're heading with this. I'm sure that there are some third party tools that are more sophisticated than this, but If you're paying a lot of money for these tools and all you care about is Instagram and Facebook, it sounds like this can do a lot of the basic functionality. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Totally, totally, totally. And with Instagram, I mentioned you can schedule to the feed. In addition, you can schedule to your your IGTV videos and you could do longer with uh, that. That's really cool. up to 60 minutes when you upload from your computer. And, you know, Instagram is really pushing IGTV. They're going to do a ton more with that. One other thing that I know a lot of people have been waiting for and hoping for is uh, that I have seen evidence that Facebook has been testing the ability to schedule stories wow. in Creator Studio. I've only seen it for Facebook, but maybe if they can do it for Facebook, they'll be able to do it for Instagram. So to create, actually literally to create an image and or text story right inside Creator Studio and then schedule it for to automatically post on Facebook 
page stories or Instagram uh, business stories. Do you know That's whether coming. verified accounts have special stuff that non-verified accounts have on Instagram and or Facebook, or is it pretty much the same functionality for everyone from what you've seen? Because we're verified and I don't know, I don't know anybody who's not verified. I'm sure I do, mm -hmm. but I just haven't seen it. You know what I mean? So it's the same though. Well, I'm, uh, yeah, same with me. Yeah. It's like, the thing is a separate topic we were talking about the other day, some new things coming into Facebook live producer, but I see things where other people don't, it's just typical Facebook. They roll out features bit by bit. Sometimes it's country by country. Sometimes it's size of page. Sometimes like on Instagram, I have a creator profile uh, as opposed to a business or a personal. So right, right. I don't, it just depends. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So we've talked about the scheduling stuff. Uh, anything mm -hmm. else on scheduling before we move on to the next thing? I think that's uh, we covered it. Okay. What's next? All right. So let's look at uh, tracking performance. Okay. Oh, actually, no, before we go, let's stick with content uploading. Under posts, this is super cool. I mentioned earlier about doing a series. Remember in Creator Studio, there's a really heavy emphasis on video. Facebook wants creators and publishers to just go all in and go crazy with tons and tons of videos. My personal recommendation, I usually recommend this ratio for your content, if you can, is to get to the point of 70% of your posts being video. And that includes live, maybe doing some watch parties, certainly uploading videos. And then about 20% image posts and only 10% link posts. However, now that's just a generality. You might find something radically different works for your page. And to be clear, you can put links into your videos and your image posts. So with the series, though, one of the things that Facebook really wants us to do is to create this episodic content. So you've probably seen some of those ones, uh, the watch platform like Red Table Talk, uh, Ball in the Family, or if you're lost, all kinds of different right, series, right, right. like television production quality. Yeah, almost now, like something you would see on a premium YouTube channel or something. Mm -hmm, or Netflix or Amazon or Apple. And Every one of these giant tech companies, Mike, they know where the future is at the digital streaming. People are going to watch on uh, mobile devices, tablets. Maybe they're going to connect a set-top device to their television. Of course, bringing into this whole conversation would be the portal, Facebook's portal with the devices that you can, you know, stream and connect and talk and do your messenger rooms and you name it. It's all uh, just right there in home device. So the more Facebook can get us to be kind of addicted, quote unquote, literally doing ear quotes to, oh my gosh, I got to watch the next series. So think about that as a marketer of what could you do that might be kind of entertaining and or educational that could be a series. I know, for example, I know Social Media Examiner, you had, you had a series for a little while and you moved it to YouTube for different reasons, but right. that you had a real yeah, loyal was called the journey. Yeah, that. it was the journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you had really a loyal following. That was a terrific uh, example of what we're talking about here of like, stay tuned to the next episode and you leave right. them with cliffhangers and that kind of good stuff. So, so these series live under the content library along with all mm -hmm. the posts. And I would imagine it sounds like what they've done is they've taken what was watch, which was something that was exclusive for people. And they've kind of brought the functionality onto all pages through this series thing. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Well, yeah, because Watch Party back in the day when they first were really, you know, making it super duper exclusive and they were wanting to make sure they were getting good quality content. And then you had to like apply for a watch page or a show page, it was called, right? Yeah, 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 waiting yeah. to get this show yeah, page. Yeah. Now it's just like, okay, everybody's shows up on the watch uh, platform. But yeah, the more they can get 
publishers, creators like us to create series, the better. If you click into create series, it's going to ask you for which page, and then it gives you the video playback. You can you want to put them in unordered or chronological, give it a name. You put uh, what they call in poster art and a cover image. It's That's just pretty cool. all in-house. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, really mm -hmm. cool. I think a lot of people have no clue that this even exists because this is kind of mm -hmm. hidden under a category called content library where where all your posts are scheduled and stuff. They've also got something in there called clips. Can you describe what that is? Okay, so when you do a Facebook Live, one of the relatively new features is something called trim. But then they also have something called uh, called clips. Trimming is where you take the – you can just trim off the beginning of the end and that's it. Whereas with clips – you can go into a previous Facebook Live, just edit it, three dots, click edit video, and it will open on up and you can decide, let's say you did, you streamed for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, and you're going to pull out uh, clips from that broadcast. And then they'll show up in your content library and you can create new posts with them and get additional mileage, additional views. Ah, so it's almost like a little ad for the longer video almost, right? But it's not an ad. It's, yeah. I mean, it could be an ad, I guess, right? It could be outtakes. It could be, yeah, just a little highlight, like a highlights. Huh. It's just a way to get more visibility in the feed and maybe it performs really well. You decide to turn it into an ad. You can always drive people to a landing page, not necessarily to the full show or whatever you broadcast. Mm -hmm. We probably should talk about the playlist too, because the playlist yeah. functionality has been a little squirrely in the old interface. And I think you had mentioned it's, it's easier now, right? So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, playlists are fantastic because just like YouTube, you know, you figure pretty much anything you can do on YouTube, Facebook's watching them like a hawk, trying to copy them. And so playlists for the long, they've been around a long time, but now what's super cool is you do actually have the URL. So I highly recommend creating playlists and being able to share those in different places. You have the playlist ID, you could share, you could drive people there from email, from other social channels, keep adding to it, make sure you tune in next week, you know, Here's, here's where you can find us or go back and watch previous episodes and that kind of thing. But yeah, it's really easy to, to drag and drop and reorder and add new videos, make a new playlist, all of that right inside of uh, creator studio. All right. The analytics geek in me wants to go onto those insights. So um, mm -hmm. talk to me about that because I think it's actually really cool. I don't know how much time you spent inside of insights, but is this insights, the same insights that we get on the Facebook page? Cause they call that insights too, right? Or I know. Is it, or yeah, is it different? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a little different. You'll notice even when you click into insights, it expands open. And the very first thing it gives you is overview if, and it shows you it's going to open in a new window. So overview will take you out of creator studio and into your regular standard, you know, insights uh, dashboard for your Facebook page. And then similarly, they give you, if, if you have that on yours, is for stories. So again, in opening a new window, you can see all the insights for your stories. But moreover, the initial dashboard, when you open up insights with that big emphasis on video, the first thing you see hitting you in the face is minutes viewed. It's all about the minutes viewed, mm -hmm. uh, video views, engagement, new followers, and then below that on the left menu, you've got a new one of a couple of newish metrics that you probably haven't seen before in regular insights. And one is called loyalty and loyalty. I don't remember, Mike, but not long ago, probably within the last year, Facebook changed up their algorithm, their newsfeed algorithm, which they're always tweaking. Right. But one of the key points or weights they added in 
for giving more reach to videos was that loyalty component. So how many of your audience, fans and followers are coming back to watch your videos? That's back to that series and that episode if possible. Hmm. So you can keep track of when you gain new followers, how often they're watching, how often they return. And, um, you know, I don't know. I just sometimes I like. I think it's kind of cool. It shows shows net new followers on the page, returning viewers. Uh And then it shows like you got all these date ranges it's definitely visually cool. And, yeah. you know, I don't think we have had access to this information before, right? I mean, this is totally not really part of Insights, right? Or is it? If you click into an individual video uploaded or a Facebook Live, you will see them there. Yeah. But what's nice is it's all aggregated here. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And then below loyalty, you've got audience. I'm going to skip over that for a second, but you've got retention because it's actually how long people are watching. So that's another component too. And Facebook's always dangling these carrots. They're actually telling you right there, if you increase the average minutes viewed per video over time, that will help to increase the likelihood that Facebook's going to actually show your videos to more people. So those are some of the key points that are in the newsfeed algorithm is how many people keep coming back and how long people watch. And those are, you know, things that we want to just always be keeping an eye on. I think the key part of this is this is really insights of videos, right? Not of your non-video posts, right? So it would almost would have been better if they said video insights, right? Because you could get confused here because it's telling you, for example, what parts of the world and their age breaks Mm -hmm. and stuff. But those are the people that are watching your videos, not necessarily the people that are engaging with all your other content, right? That's an important distinction. Don't you agree? It's a very important distinction, Mike. Yeah. So under the audience, insights and then audience, it does say, to be fair, to say engaged viewers and one minute viewers and then, well, but they even knew followers. Yeah. It's it's a little bit fuzzy. Yep. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. So what is cool is it looks like you've got this ability to choose past two weeks versus past week. And then you've got some stuff that's not loading for me, but it looks like it loads. I don't know if you're having the same problem, but interests, which I think is kind of interesting. Maybe I don't, I haven't had enough viewers watch my videos, but interest is kind of fascinating because I would imagine if you could get the interest insights from people that watch your video, then that could possibly be retargeted, right? To get more yes. people like that, right? Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I have some. It's a bit of squirrely. It is a bit buggy. I'm seeing like a giant panda face yeah, for so some am reason. I. So am I. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I figure maybe it's not 100% working. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's, it's either not working or you have to reach a certain threshold for them to show you certain things. Uh, but yeah, no, I actually even just refresh my real time and it's gone all buggy. So But it is definitely, this is going to be an area to keep an eye on going in the next six months, you know, 12 months onwards to to just really see how your audience is engaging with your content, you know, and the more you can craft your message for people to be able to self-identify, then you've got basically a a solid uh, relationship with your, your audience, including your viewers. One other area, another insights there you might see is earnings because a big part of the purpose of Creator Studio, again, it's not only to manage and understand your content and audience, but it's to monetize. And so you may or may not see anything under that, but they've got a whole separate monetization tab down below. And that's for in-stream ads, branded content when you're working with a paid partner, uh, brand collaborations. Um, the also what you probably see in there on monetization is those Facebook stars, which you have to have a gaming profile to do. And new one that's coming is POE is paid online events. And, uh, that'll be ability to, to charge a fee 
just like fan subscriptions. That's another one. So monetization with video and content is video ads, fan subscriptions, Facebook Live stars, brand collabs, branded content, and the new POE, paid online events. It's it's crazy town. <laughs> One of the things that I find really interesting is the retention tab, because if anybody happens to be listening to this, whether watching on a desktop and you scroll down a little bit, they've got this cool little graph called how long people are watching. Mm-hmm. And they show you like three second views, 15 second views, and one minute views. And in my particular case, it was like 8,300 three second views but 1.1815 second views, which is only 22%, it shows you. And then it shows you the one minute views, in my case was 690, which is 37%. So it's almost like a sideways funnel. Yeah. It shows you something really important that with Facebook, and I think almost everyone knows this, it's kind of a short retention. And really the first 15 seconds are absolutely essential for your videos, right? Because otherwise you might not get a lot of people watching because they're scrolling through the feed. So- it probably just re-drives home when you look at these charts, how important the first couple seconds of your videos are, especially oh, if yeah. they're not live. You know what I mean? If they're recorded. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that just yeah. drives, no, drives that home. People want to just keep scrolling and you have to get that real attention grabbing, compelling reason for people to want to keep watching. And you're absolutely right that how long people are watching gives you a little bar chart. You can look at the little trends, line graph, and then even a percentage and comparing to the last period. So it is like, it's like Facebook's training us to become our own, you know, television production studio or having our own, uh, you know, it's kind of like Oprah with her own network. (laughs) Very cool. All right. Well, why don't we talk about the inbox? Because I think that's really Mm. interesting too. Yeah, no, interestingly enough, some folks might be a little confused because they're like, well, wait, do I, I already have inbox? And that's exact same inbox if you click on it at the top of your Facebook page, regular Facebook page, but it is accessible inside of Creator Studio as well for some reason. So Facebook brings it in there. Is it exactly and- the same or is it a slightly nicer interface in, in the Creator Studio in your opinion? Because I don't mess around with this too much. It's exactly the same. Okay. Exactly the, same. the only difference is you've got the Creator Studio left-hand nav bar. It's, it's it's basically on the side, but otherwise it's the same. But what's really cool is again, because we've got that Facebook and Instagram distinction at the top is you can click on, oh, actually I'm telling a lie. The only thing you can do with Instagram is to create the post. It's funny how they leave it sitting up there. Yeah. Because it's inside anyway, all your Instagram engagement, public and private is in that inbox. Which is awesome because I can see every comment on every post yeah. and I can respond to those comments, which mm-hmm. I think is really cool. And Messenger is in here too, right? We should mention that too. Yeah. yeah. So it's your Facebook page messenger and your Instagram direct. So someone could be your community manager and they could be in here accessing and just, again, like you were seeing earlier, Mike, how a lot of folks, depending on the size of their company, they might be paying for a third party tool and they're like, oh my gosh, that can do everything in here and more. And, and that's good. That's a good thing. But yeah, you can see your, your comments and more. It says like tags and shares and whatnot. And then also on both Facebook and Instagram. And I also want to draw attention to that automated responses. You see that there? This has gotten much more robust, I must say. Over so the last explain what so. that is just so people understand because I don't even think yeah. I fully understand mm-hmm. it. 
So people have probably heard of chatbots. And if you're doing a lot with chatbots where you're like driving people to different places and you're managing ad campaigns where people respond and they're sending you a message, that's different. But what Facebook, it's different but similar. So you could do that with the whole third-party app. But what Facebook does inside of this Creator Studio with the automated responses, it's, it's also in your main inbox, is that you've got these fairly simple like people would go, okay, well, what hours are you open? Uh, what's the FAQs, frequently asked questions, right? Where are you located? Maybe you've got some jobs and you want to just see, let someone know their application was received or follow up appointments. So somebody's made an appointment and you're sending them a little notification. Lots of just little, it's like simple uh, autoresponders that you would do in an email, but right inside of your Facebook uh, inbox. Well, I love it because like, for example, you can post an instant reply mm-hmm. and they'll show you exactly what it's going to look like. And it even allows you to set the timing, right? Do you want it send it instantly? Uh, I don't know what the option is other than instantly, but it looks like there must be more than one option. And then it shows you how it's going to look on a phone. It's really cool. There's yeah. no, there's an away yeah. message. So if you, if you uh, have a lot of people that contact you and you, you have normal business hours, you can turn that away message on and off, which I think is really cool. I mean, it seems like you could manage all of your private messages that come in through Instagram, Instagram direct, your business page. I mean, all in one place here, which I think is really sexy. I mean, that's what I'm hearing, right? This is exactly where Facebook wants to get us to. At the moment, that automated response is, I'm almost positive that it's only, yes, he's sent only in Messenger. I think it's only in Messenger, so it's not quite Instagram Direct or even WhatsApp, but mm. all of that is coming. That is absolutely where Zuckerberg wants the team to get to, is that interoperability. So someone's messaging on WhatsApp, and you can reply to them in Messenger, whatever. It's all under the same roof. They want to just kind of bake everything together even more solidly. We'll see if they if they manage to do that. Some of the stuff that's really cool that people may not realize is there's a search functionality and it says search for people and labels across Facebook, Messenger, and Instagram. So when you click on the messages, there's a little magnifying glass. Mm -hmm. And I would imagine, you know, and this is stuff I didn't know, but you can label different Mm -hmm. customers and you can add details in here, activities, notes. I mean, this feels a lot like a CRM, a customer relationship management system. I don't know if you use yes. it that way or if your team does, but I would imagine you could tag certain important customers in here so that they look different when you get messages from them. Am I- you know what? That is exactly what it is, Mike. You're right. Because on the right-hand side, when you click into any message, you will see the person's profile picture. You can click through and look at their profile. You can add information you know about them, their email address, birthday, address. Tells you where uh, they work. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, where they were, and then add the label, add activity. It says even if you see that one where you can track appointment booked, order placed, payment received, and order shipped. So that's all, like if you have a store connected with the Facebook shop, which is also on Instagram, it's a CRM. And also what's coming is actually being tested right now is a whole email management system, an email. So you can literally just like now, I don't know, maybe people might want to replace some some of the email systems they're using if they're a relatively small company. I mean, if you're doing quite a lot with email, it wouldn't be fully replacing it. But yeah, you can have your whole CRM and your email communication system right here inside of Facebook. So there's a lot inside of Mm -hmm. Creator Studio. Absolutely a lot. I want to spend the last couple minutes together talking about what's coming. You know there's a lot coming, but let's just zoom in Mm -hmm. on a couple things. You mentioned shops. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Will do, yeah. So it's been available for a little while to do what's called Facebook page shop. So you're selling predominantly physical products. You sell them on your Facebook shop. 
page shop, it's called. And then there's also the Instagram profile shop. And most folks have seen that ability to buy directly on Instagram, but they're kind of, they were a little disparate. So it's like, can you have one or the other or both? Then what's fairly new is coming and starting to roll out this summer already is what they're just, for some reason, just call it Facebook shops, but you're now going to have this unified presence. You have a whole catalog of products on Facebook. They're seamlessly available on Instagram. And then what's coming too is that you'll be able to have that, um, people could literally buy your items in Messenger and in uh, Instagram Direct or Facebook, obviously, and WhatsApp. So it's this whole interoperability as we've been speaking about. And there's some other really cool things too, Mike, is about like AI, tagging products and automatically identifying products inside other people's photos, uh, the VR component where people could literally try on makeup, glasses, you, you name it, you know, beauty care items on the face and then or see what an item might look like in their home. You want to buy that lamp or that sofa. Lots of things coming to Facebook shops. One other thing I've really been keeping my eye on, particularly since the whole world has had to kind of take a pause and go much more virtual, is Oculus, Oculus for business. And I don't know about you, Mike, I mean, you're probably more of a gamer than I am, but I've never been drawn to like want to have a VR and have a big goggles on my head. And now, I have and, an Oculus Go and I do? I watch Netflix on it sometimes or play a game or two, but it's not honestly something I, I, I wish I had more time for it. I just don't. So what, what I want your listeners to know and your marketers and, you know, businesses is that Oculus for Business literally just became available to a wider audience. And if you can imagine, I believe it's Hilton, for example, the, the chain of hotels, where they deploy their training for the, the front desk, how to greet hotel guests, what paperwork to fill out, what to put on the computer, how to you know, all the different things, scripts, uh, and then from the, you know, room service or maids cleaning, all done through Oculus for Business. They put on these goggles and their little hand doodads, whatever they're called, and they're like mocking up a real-time scenario where you can deploy massive training at scale, hmm. all from the comfort of a, a home office or, you know, a business situation where you don't have to have everybody flying in from all over to deploy that training. So I actually see that Oculus for Business could potentially have a use case for events, conferences, maybe even concerts. We'll see, but uh, definitely for training, big, big area for training. Very cool. Mari, this has been amazing. If people want to follow you, track you, see what you've got going, where would you want to send them? They can go to my Facebook page is at Mari Smith, the one with the blue check. Also on Instagram, at Mari underscore Smith, uh, marismith.com website, anywhere. All right, people, you want to follow Mari because Mari is always the one that leads with the news as soon as it happens. And she's constantly talking to her community and tribe about all these amazing things. And uh, Mari, just thank you so much for uh, kind of illuminating my eyes and I'm sure many other people's eyes into what you can do with Creator Studio. I look forward to having you back again in the future. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Also, if you missed anything, we took all the notes for you. So no need to worry. Simply visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash 416. Yes, episode 416. By the way, if you're new to this show, would you hit the subscribe button? You're going to miss out on some really awesome content if you don't hit the subscribe button. If you've been a longtime listener, let your friends know about this show. That would do me a great favor. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back with you next week. 
I hope you make the best out of your day and may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.